Welcome back to the Waiting Well podcast. In this episode, we are going to go over why we should practice the spiritual disciplines of fasting and prayer as we kick off 2024. The impact that my husband and I have seen, he has been doing this and starting the new year like this for going on three years. And we're going to also share with you a really cool opportunity if you are trying to conceive or deciding to try to conceive in the next year, or you are coming through a trying to conceive journey right now, I want to invite you into a really cool challenge. So you will get that at the end of the episode. I'm so excited to get started. We have my husband, Josh Dunker here. Hello, how's it going? And we're going to just share a little bit about what the Bible has to say regarding fasting and praying and just kind of diving into the purpose of using this on your trying to conceive journey. So let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to the Waiting Well podcast. I am your host, Courtney Dunker, and you are here because your journey to motherhood has not looked the way that you always imagined. It has held heartbreak, loneliness, and questions like, why me, God? I'm here to remind you that you do not have to walk this road alone. And here, we can wait well together. Each week, I will share faith-based encouragement from my own infertility journey, provide information from guest experts on navigating infertility and conceiving, powerful testimonies, and top tips on stewarding your health and emotional well-being through this demanding journey. So if you are ready to take back control of your life, find peace with God, join the in-between spaces, and thrive in your waiting season, then meet me at the well, girl. Grab that warm chocolate chip cookie, a little bit of unicorn juice or iced coffee. We've got some intentional growth to do. Let's get it. Okay, so fasting and prayer might be words that are kind of like prayer might be something that is common, but fasting might be kind of seen as like a negative thing sometimes. I think people are like fasting and they immediately think of food and they're like, there's no way I could do that. So let's start this episode diving into answering the question, why should we pursue the spiritual discipline of fasting and prayer? What does that look like? And kind of going to God's word with us. Yeah, I think uh, fasting is, it is a spiritual discipline and Jesus calls us to fast, which is interesting too. We actually heard a really good message today at church and we were reminded that Jesus, he started his ministry with fasting. And so in the gospels, you see that he was led into the wilderness for 40 days and he fasted before starting his earthly ministry, which is super interesting. But this is just a spiritual discipline that I myself have just been trying to grow in. And it's just one of those practices that we grow in, right? It's like learning to do your devotions, learning to pray. We know that in in the Bible, Jesus' disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray like that, right? When they heard Jesus praying. And so it's one of those things that you do have to grow in, and we're still growing in ourselves. Like the more you do it over time, I remember when I first <laughs> started fasting, I was like, okay, I'm doing this. But I was like, okay, God, what am I getting out of this? When, when is God going to move? And I kept waiting and waiting. But it's definitely one of those things that I've grown in over the years and just seen as such a, a gift and that there's so much grace in there. But the purpose is really not to receive, but, but to give you know, to give to the Lord and and it really is a sacrifice of the heart. It's like intensifying, putting an exclamation mark on God, I need you. And so a verse that's probably one of the most critical verses in the Bible on fasting 
is in Matthew 9, 14, that says, Then the disciples of John came to him, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, Can the wedding guests mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. So Jesus is saying here that there's a time when he's telling his disciples that he's no longer going to be with them in the person that he's going to die, be raised to life, and go back to be with the Father, and then they will fast. And then earlier in Matthew 6, it says in verse 16, it says, and when you fast. So it's really interesting. It, it assumes that all followers of Jesus will fast. And I think it's just one of those things that a lot of people don't really know how to do or don't do it as often because it's not as easy to do. It is a sacrifice, but I think understanding how to do it and really the call that God does call us to do it. And so I think it's something that we should really press into. Well, it's interesting when you brought up the aspect of focusing our attention on Jesus and that, and our focus in fasting is to give. And I think for this community, when you're in the waiting season of trying to conceive and, and starting your family, you are in a season of asking God to give. And I think being able to start a new year. So you're ending 2023. And most likely, if you're listening to this podcast, you're not pregnant yet. And you could be disappointed. Or maybe you're looking into the next year and you're like, okay, this is our year. This is the year we want to start trying. And so you're excited and hopeful and optimistic. But you're also kind of nervous because you do know friends who have struggled. And you're wondering what your journey could be. Wherever you fall, I think it's so pivotal to take what scripture is saying about fasting and the opportunity to draw closer to the Lord by kicking off this new year and the 12 months that he has set aside for you. Like he knows what's coming down the pipeline in the next 12 months for you and your family, for you and your spouse. He knows if this year is going to hold conceiving or not. Like we started last year, we had no idea that we would end up naturally conceiving. We've never naturally conceived in our eight years of being married. And Highland was from IVF. And so we look back and we're like, we didn't even know that that's what God had for us, but he did know. And so starting your year with fasting and praying is an opportunity to surrender. Instead of ask God to give, you're surrendering that desire of becoming a parent, becoming a mom, and you're you're applying scripture here to take the spiritual discipline and be like, Lord, I open up my hands to you and say, Lord, fill my days of 2024 with your plan because your ways are higher than my ways. And so there's three kind of mentions, I guess, if you will, of fasting and prayer together that are in the New Testament. And I think it's important to just kind of touch on those real quick in relation to why we're doing it. And why we see in the New Testament, it's still being done because I think we would see like fasting and prayer happening a lot more in the Old Testament. Yeah, it's um, kind of like the principle of tithing, right? It's like in the Old Testament, it, it spoke of tithing. But, you know, we can say, well, we're not under the law. You know, we don't have to do it. But the principle of tithing still remains that, man, we want to give our first fruits unto the Lord. And so that's why... It's not just in the new year that it's a good time to fast, although it is a great time that we should do it throughout the year. But I was just thinking, you know, it's such a, a cool time to do it because at the start of the year, we're, we're offering the year to the Lord. We're saying, Lord, above my plans and purposes, I know, you know, a lot of us have 
New Year's resolutions and goals and, and systems and plans and those things are great. But above all that, we're saying, God, I need you. I need your guidance and I want to be obedient to what you have for me. And so fasting is a great way to kind of put off our own desires, right? When, it, when we're talking about our own physical fleshly desires of just eating, you know, we're putting that to the side and we're, we're saying, God, I need you even more, Lord, and just offering that to him. And so there can be different reasons and different motives why you fast. And did you want to touch on that real quick? Well, I think we just need to go straight into the New Testament and kind of explaining the three areas where the scripture talks about fasting and praying, because I think that touches back to why we do it. So the first is it's mentioned in Matthew 17, 21. It says, but this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So they're referring to a, a demon in that specific situation. So spiritual warfare. And then we see Barnabas and Saul, they're actually sent out in ministry. The Holy Spirit made it clear to them to set them apart. And so they spent time fasting and praying with a group of people and they placed hands on them and then sent them off. So it's almost like the start of a ministry, kind of like you mentioned with Jesus's ministry, starting with fasting and praying. Barnabas and Saul, like them being sent off, fasting and praying took place. And then again in Luke 2, and I think this is really special because I couldn't even imagine, but Luke 2, 36 through 37, prophetess Anna from the tribe of Asher, she was very old. <laughs> she had lived with her husband only seven years after her marriage, and then she was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple and worshiped night and day, fasting and praying. And I think that kind of can kick us off into the impact that we've seen because with Anna's example, her whole focus in fasting and praying was to make Jesus her sole treasure. Like she was fasting and praying to keep her only focus and her only desire of her heart to be fully overwhelmed by the person of Jesus Christ. And I feel like as women who are trying to conceive or even couples trying to conceive, you seek that desire to become a mom so deeply that sometimes we can put that on the throne and make that an idol over our sole focus being what Jesus has for us. Because sometimes we're grasping that desire that we've had our whole life of like becoming a mom. And like, I know a lot of women will tell me like, I've only ever wanted to be a mom. And when that feels out of their control or out of reach, or it's not happening the way that they expected, it's difficult to let go and unclench your fist. And so I think that this is just a great example of Anna showing us how to live in the waiting, right? Like she's a widow for all these years and she's living in this waiting season till she can see her maker again, till she could see her, you know, her husband again when she gets to heaven and joins him. But she's spending that time fasting and praying and really just making Jesus the like sole treasure of her heart. And I think that's what's so powerful and unique about the spiritual discipline is it really narrows your focus. So I know you, babe, you've like had several years, you've started off with fasting and praying three years now, kind of kickstart the new year. So let's talk a little bit more about the impact that you've seen from practicing that spiritual discipline. Yeah, I think it's definitely something that I'm still growing in, but it's just a, a practice that I've seen just be such a blessing to my life. And I've just been able to see God move in, in amazing ways and, you know, just having a season of life to really lean in 
to what God is, is saying and what he's doing. And, you know, in this case, I'm crying out to God for help and I want to devote the year to him. And really, I want to hear his voice clearly. And so, you know, really what fasting is, it's saying, God, I, I need you more than food, more than anything in this world, right? And we know that we all love food, right? We love to fill our bellies first time in the morning. We wake up hungry. We want to eat. And so I think sometimes, a lot of times, uh, you know, we can fill our spirits and our bodies with the things of this world, the, the temporary pleasures, whatever it is, and really forget about the purpose of God. And this is what is key is, man, we really live in a time of compromise where we compromise the plans of God and the purposes of God in our life. And so what we want to do is we want to really seek God through prayer and fasting and consecrate ourselves before Him. And really what that is is just seeking Him and putting things to the side. And, you know, in, in, in my case, I'm doing the Daniel fast, but there are different, you know, things that, different ways that you can fast and things you can fast for. But it's just putting things to the side and saying, God, I need you and spending more time in God's Word, spending more time in prayer. And so during this time, so for this particular fast, I'm doing 14 days, and then I'm spending more intentional time reading God's Word, more intentional time getting alone in solitude and prayer and seeking God. And so I have a guide that I go through and a study, and I have my own rhythm that I have while doing my fast. But I think that's just so important for us to keep in mind is, man, we got to keep feeding the Spirit. And, you know, I think when we look at Scripture, man, Romans 12, it talks about we want to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is a spiritual worship. And so, man, God is calling us to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And so this is just a good way to realign our hearts and our spirit with the Lord saying, God, what do you want? What do you have for my life? Because that's what God is calling us to, right? He's calling us to abide in Him, to remain in Him. And we know that we are imperfect, that we can get distracted and get off course in life. And so fasting is a great way to kind of course correct and realign our spirit and our minds with God's will for our lives. And so this is just a great way to do that. So good. And I think it's just such a powerful lead into kind of the challenge that I'm going to put out to you guys, my network at here at the Waiting Well podcast that are listening, an opportunity for us to kick off this new year, similar to Josh has over the last you know few years, to start January 8th. We're going to go for 14 days and we are going to have a free challenge. It's just a 14-day prayer and fast challenge for your trying to conceive journey. So whether you are currently trying to conceive, you're taking a break, or maybe you're looking ahead sometime this year and you and your spouse want to start trying, I want to challenge you to sign up for this challenge because no matter where you're at on the spectrum, kind of like Josh was sharing, the impact of fast and praying is just honestly getting more clear on God's voice and getting to know Him better. And who knows what He has for you? We don't know what He has for you in that time of fast and prayer. It could be a clear, direct answer. Maybe you're like, should we do IVF or not? And maybe he's going to give you a clear, direct answer on that. Maybe it's fasting and praying just for your heart to 
not be bitter and to have some of those chains be broken that have happened from your TTC journey. And he's going to move in that way. Or maybe he's just going to give you joy and peace and just honestly just meet your needs and heal your heart in a way that you haven't experienced yet. But the reality is that and that we want to kind of encourage and touch on is that when you seek him through things like spiritual disciplines, he's always going to meet us. And we don't know exactly how that's going to look, but it's always going to be full of the fruit of his spirit. And so if you are ready to sign up down in the show notes, there is a link that you can click. And all you have to do is fill out your name and your email, and it will send you an email once you submit that form. It'll send you an email to our private community group where I will be leading us through the 14 days. We're going to start on January 8th, I believe. And we're going to go for 14 days. Very similar to Josh, except a little bit different. Our focus will be obviously our fertility journey and praying over that as a community. And so you're going to get to meet other women who are on their TTC journey. I know community is something that's sometimes missing when we're on this journey. So I think that's going to be super powerful. And then we, you get to pick what you're going to fast. So Josh leads a group, just kind of more of a generic group, fast and praying. He does the Daniel fast he mentioned earlier. This, you will get to choose what you fast. So you can do food, you can do sugar, you can do um, TV, you can do social media, like whatever it might be for you. You will get to pick what that one thing you're fasting is for 14 days. And then um, we will be prompting you with different verses and prayers and things to just meditate on throughout the 14 days with community and accountability. So super excited for that challenge coming up. Yeah, so I think it's just a cool opportunity to really press into God. And I think that is the goal with prayer and fasting is that we get Jesus, right? And so we're saying, Jesus, we need you more than having a baby. We need you more than anything in this world. And the byproducts of that, right, is reminds me of Matthew 6.33. He says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And so the gift is him, right? The gift is Jesus, and that's what we want. His words are life, and they bring nourishment and water to our soul, and everything else is just a bonus. Anything else is a gift from him. And so that's not, like I said, this is so important to remember that we're not doing this to receive something, but what we'll find is as we do it, man, God shows up in amazing ways. And like I mentioned earlier, when we're doing this, it is a step of obedience. And that's just a cool thing to remember that as we're doing this, we are responding to God's, God's call for us to fast. He says, when you do fast, right? So when we're fasting, we're being obedient to him. Anytime we're, we're taking steps forward in our faith, in obedience to him, God shows up and he blesses it. And so I trust and we're going to be praying for you guys. Hopefully you guys join these groups because it's just always amazing to hear from other people what God is speaking to them and individually, how God's speaking to you and just ways that he shows up. It's always really encouraging to hear what God's doing in other people's lives. And so strongly encourage you to join this group. And uh, yeah, we're excited to, to hear from you guys what God does. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Waiting Well podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode a little bit different than some of our episodes in the past of just really, ultimately, Josh and I, like as we were talking this past weekend, we got to get away for a little weekend getaway, just two nights together. And we were talking about the new year 
Josh was sharing with me about his fast and prayer group that he always does. And I was like, this is how all of us who are in our waiting season need to start the year. Obviously, as Josh did mention before, it is something that you want to have ongoing. But I think there's just something so beautiful in surrendering a fresh 12 months to the Lord. Like, come what may, you don't know what's ahead of you, but there's no better place than to be on our knees and really denying our flesh and whatever we choose to fast and then seeking him in prayer and hearing his voice because that is the ultimate way to set ourselves up for success for this year. Whether we become, you know, we conceive or we don't, only the Lord knows. But at the end of the day, when we are truly, truly setting ourselves up for success in this capacity, we can't lose. I genuinely feel that way. Like you will be prepared in your heart and in your mind for whatever his plans are for you. And that's that's our goal. So we're super excited to put this together. Make sure that you sign up. It's totally free, 14-day challenge. I cannot wait. If you have questions, my email is down below as well. And I will see you inside the group. We're going to start in a week. So January 8th, make sure you sign up. Thanks for tuning in this week. All right. God bless. I am so glad that you chose to meet me at the well today. If this episode inspired you, changed you, or blessed you in some way, I would love for you to do one of two things. First, head to Apple Podcasts at that link below and leave a review. And second, screenshot this episode and share it in your stories, tagging me at Sewn With Strength or text it on over to a friend that this episode might bless. These are the number one ways to thank me. I am truly so grateful to be building out this community and I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. Until then, go get a workout done for me and I will see you right back here at the Waiting Well Podcast.